Hello, and welcome to the Balanced Wealth Podcast. I'm Jared Topel, co-owner and financial planner at Topel DeStasi Wealth Management in Berkeley, California. For today's podcast, I thought it might be useful for many out there if I discuss one of the most common questions I get on a day-to-day basis as a financial planner, which is, should I pay off my debt or is there something better to do with my money? I call this the debt dilemma. And as with almost all things financial, the answer is, well, it depends. It depends on who you are and what you're trying to achieve. I believe there are really two ways to look at this question. One is statistically and one is behaviorally. So let's look at this question first from a statistical, purely numbers-based standpoint, and then from a more nuanced behavioral or real-world situation. To start, let's answer this question as you would academically or purely based on the numbers. Here it's a relatively easy question and an easy equation to answer. We only need three pieces of information or input to answer the question. Should I pay off my debt or is there something better I could be doing with these dollars? What, so the three questions are, what interest rate are you paying on this debt? Where will the money come from to pay off this debt? And what other opportunities do you have for these dollars other than leaving in cash or paying off your debt? In academia, this is called opportunity cost. Once you have this information, the answer on a purely statistical basis is, if you have money sitting around beyond your basic cash reserve needs that is currently earning less and is likely to continue to earn less than you are paying on your outstanding debt, and that you are likely to earn on other opportunities you have for these dollars, then you pay off or down your debt as quickly as possible. Uh, Here's an example that may help to clarify this. Let's say you have credit card debt that's costing you 10% per year. You have money in the bank beyond your basic cash reserve needs that's earning basically nothing at this point. The only other opportunity you have for these dollars, other than leaving them in cash or paying off your debt, is to invest. And your investment portfolio is structured to return you 7% per year. In this scenario, if you're an unemotional and purely statistical kind of person, or in other words, a robot, it's a no-brainer. You pay off the debt. Paying off the debt is a guaranteed 10% return, which is more than you're currently earning on these dollars and more than you're likely to earn in other opportunities currently available to you. If you can earn 10% by paying off your debt, why instead try to earn 7% by investing? And even more so, why leave these dollars in cash earning even less? Or here's another statistical example with a different outcome. Again, you have money in the bank earning basically nothing. And now you have a student loan or a mortgage or some kind of debt that's costing you uh, somewhere around 4% a year. And once again, you have an investment portfolio and strategy that has historically provided a return of 7% per year over the long run. In this situation, without taking into account the behavioral or personal variables that may come into the equation and which we'll talk about soon, you don't pay off the loan, you invest. Why would you pay off debt that's costing you 4% when you're likely to do 7% by investing? Well, if you're a robot, you wouldn't. Okay, so this is pretty simple so far. However, here's the rub, you're not a robot. And there's a huge difference between statistical analysis and the real world that people actually live and operate in. The real world is filled with emotions and personal factors that can't be taken into account mathematically. And this is why the answer to this question is really more nuanced 
and the answer is often different than that of the more academic discussion we just had. In the real world, there are many other factors to consider in addition to the three we used in our first two examples. For instance, many people just hate being in debt, and it gives them a bad feeling that resonates into many areas of their lives. It affects their sleep. It affects their relationship with their significant other. It's something that's always nagging at the back of their brain. In this situation, there's an emotional advantage to be earned by paying off the debt. This advantage doesn't show up on a balance sheet, so it can't be factored into our statistical analysis, but it's still just as important, and it shows itself in our overall quality of life. And after all, isn't that what it's all about? If it causes you angst or you lose sleep over having debt, then to some degree the statistics go out the window. The emotional advantage gained by paying off the debt may well be worth more than the joy you get from knowing you're following the correct statistical path. As such, there are times when the statistically correct choice is not the right choice for you. Another situation where the real world trumps statistics would be if you just don't feel comfortable investing for the long run, or you don't need to invest any more money to meet your financial goals. In these situations, even though you may have an opportunity to earn more by investing, it still may not make sense to do so. Here's another example to help illustrate this point. If you're someone who doesn't like or doesn't trust the stock and bond markets, and as such, you're unlikely to leave your money invested for the long run through the significant ups and downs you'll likely see, then the statistics, once again, don't really matter. The positive statistics of investing only work to your advantage in the long run. So if you're unlikely to be in for the long run, we can't use these statistics to your advantage. In this scenario, it might make perfect sense to pay off your 4% debt rather than invest, as you're unlikely to earn the portfolio's statistical long-term return of 7%, because you're unlikely to actually be invested for the long run. Finally, here's another time when life trumps numbers. Perhaps you've worked out your financial plan and you've realized you have enough money invested to meet all of your financial goals. Here again, it may make perfect sense not to invest more and to instead pay off or pay down your loan, even though the numbers say you could likely do better. The question here is, better than what? What are you investing for? If you're a robot and your only goal is to maximize your net worth, then you invest. If you're a human and your goal is to maximize your life enjoyment and you have already attained the financial wealth you need, this may result in a very different answer. So uh, there you have it, my thoughts on the debt dilemma and how to look at it through both a statistical and behavioral lens. I hope you enjoyed this presentation and that you tune in for future editions of Balanced Wealth. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.